Welcome back to the Charged Up Show. This interview is brought to you by 519 Sports Online. 519 is a positive promotional platform which brings you highlights and interviews from your favorite teams across the region. Make sure to check out their social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And be sure to like and subscribe to 519's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 509 Sports Online. Thank you to Darren and his team for supporting the Charged Up Show. Please welcome to the podcast uh, my current goalie of the Air Centennials, Kevin Donahue. So what's going on? Uh, not too much. Uh, just hanging out, kind of trying to keep busy during uh, quarantine here, and that's about it. So obviously we just started practicing again, not just started practicing again, maybe started playing again. We're supposed to play some exhibition games soon, and things are looking positive. And how, how good is it to get back on the ice again after a six, seven-month break? Yeah, it's for sure really good. I mean, I'm sure you're in the same position uh, throughout the whole summer. It's kind of just doing the same thing. You're not really going out at all, uh, just staying at home. So getting back on the ice and hanging out with the guys again, it's uh, for sure, for sure helps. Yeah, that's awesome. I think um, before we get too far in the interview, we want to make sure we did a 519 speed round for this episode. Just to, You're already warmed up a little bit, but... Let's uh let's fire some quick questions at you and see how you do. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why I came in. But you and me, Nate. Let's uh. Yeah, right. let's so Don, you're gonna get a speed round as fast as you can. You have to answer the question. Don't even think about it. Just answer it. Okay, sounds good. All right, you want to kick it off? Keith? All right, Nate. All right, I'll kick it off. First one, favorite restaurant. Uh, I'm gonna Too long. say. I'd say, uh, <laughs> oh, Jack Astor's. All right, fair enough. Okay. This is going to take 20 minutes if you take that long. Eh? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Not a quick thinker. All right, PS4 or Xbox? Xbox. Favorite animal? Uh, squirrel. Oh, we still, have this que- we still have this question in here, right? Favorite tree? Tree, uh, maple. <laughs> good answer, good answer. Favorite color? Red. Favorite food? Chicken. Favorite subject? Subject. Oh, uh, economics. Oh, okay. Uh, favorite barn you played in? I'd say the Rankin Timmons. Favorite current teammate? Favorite. Oh, <laughs> uh, one Mueller, maybe. Answer. Why not? <laughs> Let's go. CCM or Bauer? CCM. Go to dance move. Oh, I don't have any good dance moves. I'm uh, not not I'm not a good dancer. <laughs> that is okay. I just like to point out the fact that you said your favorite animal is a squirrel. That's yeah, awesome. kind of got out. That got away from me there. <laughs> and then you said you was his favorite teammate. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we're that we're holding you question. to that now. Yeah. Well, I mean, he normally puts in my chest in practice, makes me look good, so. <laughs> mm, okay, let's, I had this as a question for me or Keith to ask, but we might as well throw it out. That was tough go, eh, getting scored on twice by Mueller and the inner squad by me? Yeah, I mean, one's through a screen, and the other one was a good shot. Um, tip your hat off the shooter. Uh, first shift, too. Donnie must have just been rattled. <laughs> Minute and a half into the game, snip. Yeah, see you later, Donnie. Jeez. Yeah, I've been hearing about these inner squads. How, how, are, they, how are they going? It's going pretty good. Uh, good intensity. Uh, it's fun just being out there and having a little bit more competition and just kind of passing around practice, stuff like that. So right. it's 
really good, and it's also another step to getting back to somewhat normal hockey games. So now you're in university right now. Yeah, I'm at uh, University of Guelph right now taking finance and economics. How is that? How is online university? Um, honestly, it's it's not terrible. Uh, you just kind of got to make a schedule and stick to it. Obviously, you don't have people, you know, helping you out as much. So I find just kind of take the time every day. Just make sure you get yourself organized and prepare for the week. And it's not terrible. Growing up, Mississauga, I, I didn't know you were a Toronto guy. You didn't you didn't come across as a Toronto guy. So that's a compliment. I definitely <laughs> think that's a compliment. What was it like growing up playing the G? And obviously, you were you name drop all the time. You did play with Jack Hughes when he was 12, and you also played with one of our most popular guests, Riley Damiani. Yeah, it's uh, for sure really cool. There's uh, a lot of good players that come from that league, hockey programs in Ontario. So, I mean, you're on the ice a lot. You're you're always competing with some really good players. So it was for sure a lot of fun, and I learned a lot from it. I touch yeah, on sure. Jack Hughes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want me to just go for it and just edit it in or whatever? Yeah. 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 Okay, so Jack Hughes is a really good guy. So he's a year younger than me. He's an 01. Um, and he was always nasty, too. He had good hands. And he was a I had positive attitude, loved being at the rink. Um, he has an older brother, Quinn, who also, I think, they played a lot of hockey together. So they were always competing out there against one another. So I think that helped them as well. But for sure, just all around, he's a really good guy from uh, what I remember. And he just loves the game. Right. What about Riley Damiani? Jinx. <laughs> uh, a lot of people on that Rebels team, we had, a, we had a good group there, and a lot of the guys on that team uh, just really liked hockey, and we liked to win, so everyone was committed. We put in the work, and uh, yeah, I'd say same thing goes for Riley. Really good guy, and uh, well, from what I can remember, at least, and uh, just loves hockey. Should have gave you a shout-out in the last podcast. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Now, what was what was your decision like? Obviously, I ended up playing high school, and so we don't need to talk about that. But you ended up uh, coming back for major midget, and then going up to the Noge, and that that's a that's a unique decision, I'd say. It's not necessarily a common thing down here. You have I have you have kind of seen it a little bit more in the last couple of years. But what was your decision like to go up there? Um, I mean, really, the decision was that it came down to I didn't really have any options. Um, I tried out for a bunch of teams, just going to skates and stuff like that. And all summer, really, I was kind of getting some positive feedback from coaches and stuff like that, but no one really was willing to commit. So uh, I went there, and the GM there, Paul Fristaglio, kind of gave me an opportunity to play there. So I took, I didn't even think about it. Uh, I just had to take the year off school and uh, just go play up there. And I'm really glad I did because that was a, a really awesome first junior hockey experience for sure. Really good environment. Cool. Now, and um, you definitely you, – You can go. Yeah. You've played with a ton of uh, ton of guests we've had. Um, one of our most popular guests, you got uh, one of our most viewed guests, I should say, Sean, Sean General. Uh, what was that like playing with him? Yeah, so uh, General's a great guy. Uh, that was, again, my first year junior. I I made it about three months up in French River before I got traded down to uh, Brantford. I kind of bounced around there between the Junior A club and the Junior B club. Uh, General's a great guy, obviously. He was captain there. Um, all the guys loved him in the room. He was always one of the first guys there at the rink. Again, 
just loved the game, loved hanging out with the guys. And, you know, you'd always be someone you could talk to if you ever needed to had issues with anything or you'd always be in there talking to the coaches and making sure everything's going smoothly with the group right yeah yeah he's definitely got a unique story for sure uh general is so sick i, I love him he's a good guy for sure 100 oh what was it like living in french rapids and did you also live in what i call the goat house of french rapids <laughs> no i uh, so that place is pretty infamous then i guess huh <laughs> Well, Jenny told some good stories about it. Yeah, so that that was a good place. Uh, I ended up spending a good bit of time there. It's uh, it's a lot of fun for sure. But I lived at uh, a billet house with some great billet parents, Rick and Michelle Bouffard. Um, that was awesome, honestly. They kind of took me in as one of their own. Uh, to this day, I'm still in contact with them, actually. Um, I'd like to get up there and visit them, but it was awesome. Um, you'd go to the rink, you'd come home. Uh, she'd always have fresh cooked meals for you or she'd have meals in the freezer if she's out at work or whatever. And all around, it was, it was, they accepted me into their family and it was just an awesome experience. But you could have lived at the goat house. I could have. Uh, I guess I knew I wasn't going to make it there too long. They wouldn't need to find a roommate. <laughs> was that kind of like your first taste at a billet? Like, was that kind of like a big move for you? Yeah, so uh, before that, I've never really lived away from home or been away from home for any period of time, really. So it was a little bit of adjustment. But like I said, I mean, they were such great billets. They made it so easy. Um, I was lucky enough to have my parents come up every like uh, every month or something like that. So I guess it would have been like three times. But um, yeah, they came up a lot. So it was honestly a, a really easy transition. And just being in a, in a room with a bunch of guys... Um, Really, it wasn't hard at all. Yeah. Now, coming back to Brantford, did you have a tough, was it a tough season or a tough adjustment? Uh, yeah, I mean, it for sure. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We didn't have a great group. Uh, it's no disrespect. I loved all the guys on the team, uh, the coaches, everyone there was awesome. Uh, but just we just didn't have a, a great team. Um, so it for sure was tough. Um, going to the rank, you know, a lot of times you figure, hey, like, Let's, let's just do our best, and hopefully we can come away with two points. But um, it wears on the guys for sure, I think. But overall, I, I think we all did a really good job staying positive throughout the year and putting our best foot forward and just trying to make uh, improvements to get to the next step. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a tough call, obviously. Preferred struggle for a couple of years. Now. And I'm sure that wasn't easy being a goalie, just practicing with the last year. Yeah, but, uh, I think with that, with that being said, being a goalie, it's a little bit different because – I think that that year helped me a lot as well, just getting so many shots. And the Junior B division, I mean, especially some of the top teams, I was getting 40 shots a night against those good teams where it helped me develop, I think, for sure. And do you got, do you got any crazy stories from uh, French French Rapids? Someone agrees over French that. River. Yeah, French I mean. Because Jenny uh, had some odd stories. Yeah, he was there for a lot longer, though. Um <laughs> I mean, nothing too crazy, just kind of the usual stuff. Like, uh, we'd be coming back from Hearst, and we'd stop off at a gas station. We'd all, uh, all the vets would yell, rookie race, and I was kind of, I was lost. I had no idea what what we got going on here. But uh, eventually, we all had to get off the bus, and I'm sure if you guys uh, have you ever done it, basically what it is is all the rookies have to get off. They have to run to a certain spot that the vets pick out. And uh, you have to run back, and the last rookie ends up getting a fine, and uh, the winning rookie gets a credit. So it's it's all fun and games, and just kind of stuff like that. The, the uh, camaraderie on the bus is is probably the best, really. 
That's crazy. Whoa. That's crazy. The rookie rookies get tugged on for sure. Holy like all these stories. Yeah, I mean they for sure, but it's all in good fun, right? Everyone that's getting to know everyone, everyone loves it. But now that I just thought of another decent one. Um just I know that Noge is, is known as a bit more of a physical league, maybe less skilled, some would say. Um, but uh, I remember one of the first preseason games, I remember we had a, another rookie on our team. He was an 01. His name was Ryan Gallant. Um, so we had a preseason game. And he was a, he's a big boy. He's maybe like 6'4", 220. So he's oh, a big damn. guy. And he ended up having a fight with someone. And I mean, I can send you guys the video later, but he speed bagged him. Like, I think it was a, one of the just sickest fights I've ever seen as a oh, rookie right. too coming in. It was, it was pretty cool to watch. Wow. Now, moving on from that, the transition of the Dutchies after Brantford, um, what was that like? Yeah, that was, uh, that was really awesome. Honestly, the Dutchies was probably the most fun I've ever had playing hockey uh, between going to school in Guelph and, and being in Kitchener, you know, obviously we had a really good team. Uh, season didn't get finished out because of COVID and that, but uh, every day the guys always loved coming to the rink. Um, we had a, like everyone got together off ice. We'd always have stuff going together off ice, uh, whether it was we're going to play golf or we'd be playing poker for the night. Everyone was always together. So that, that by far was the, uh, the best year I've had playing junior hockey so far. But now we got to talk about what Keith's most excited to talk about by far <laughs> is your goalie fight. And we were talking about it on the weekend. You're saying you're super happy you did it. And so just tell us how it came about and like walk us through, walk us through the fight and before the fight. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, part of it was just cause it's something I wanted to do. Uh, you see it on TV every once in a while. And I thought, hey, that's, that's pretty cool. And other half, it was kind of just frustration. Um, just throughout the year, I, I thought I was playing some really good hockey. And I obviously, just like anyone else, wanted to see if I get some more ice time. Uh, so I figured, why not give this a shot and kind of catch the coach's eye that way. So, I mean, just everyone on the team is kind of a line brawl. I'm sure you saw the video. Um, so I just figured, hey, why not uh, look at the goalie and see if he uh, had any interest. And sure enough, he came up the blue line. So I figured, uh, why not? That's so, crazy. That's a power move for sure. <laughs> I know. And it, how how does that work? Like, because you, you don't see the other goalie. Like, he's on the other side of the rink. Like, is there any aid at all? Or is it just we're doing this? No. Like, like, if you're with your skating around, like, you're bumping into guys and, like, kind of chirping your way but being a goalie you're just like yeah, way at the other end yeah i don't know i kind of i don't know you just see everyone else on your team kind of getting after it and starting to fight so you kind of <laughs> want to get in the mix too and i guess he felt the same way so it was pretty cool and it was a really cool experience well anyway. it was also better because you won the fight pretty easily yeah. mm, he, he, there we go i don't, I don't know if nate keith's seen the video but i think you punched him once and then he fell and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if I can take credit for a takedown. I think he more maybe slipped and, and fell, but a win's a win, I guess. So I'll take it. <laughs> and go. what was the suspension like? What were the and not only for you for for the line brawl? Like that's out of curiosity. Yeah. Um. So I think I got three games. I don't know what for me taking my helmet off or crossing the blue line or something like that. Um. And I think. Altogether, we had maybe three or four guys suspended from that for stuff like 
just a couple games really. So it was, it was oh, nothing not too bad. Yeah, no, it was nothing crazy. Uh, I don't think the refs minded too much and kept it under control. So it was good. Nice. So I guess moving a little now, forward. Kinda, yeah, just yeah, kind of, um, what was your mindset on when you were hearing that uh, there was going to be, you know, a team in air and that obviously that you uh, were going to be playing there? Yeah, I was pretty excited. So in Brantford, I played with a guy, Curtis Anderson, uh, and he was actually playing in air last year and he said he loved it. Uh, just a really great organization, really good community to plan as well. Uh, he said he loves Cody Hall as a coach and thinks he's a great guy. So I had heard nothing bad about the air. And um, it's only a 35-minute drive from Guelph, so I was actually really excited to get going. It's kind of unfortunate that uh, with COVID and all, we're kind of getting delayed. And it looks like we might have a limited season with uh, limited fans, but right. hopefully we can still kind of get something rolling here in the next month or two and still have a really good away year. Now, see, assuming the season goes somewhat as planned, um, what are you most looking forward to? Especially this is your OA season. Uh, hopefully hopefully you get some some good experience from this, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd, I'd love to win something. You know, I, I, I haven't really won much as a, as a hockey player um, at all, really. So that'd be really cool to be able to win with a, a group of guys. And the other thing is kind of just enjoy it one last year maybe just enjoy being in the locker room and just kind of that aspect because once that's done it's kind of done yeah mm -hmm. yeah that'd i be, think that that'd um, be tough. i think there's a lot of guys on our team that are are feel like you and the young guys i think all of acknowledge it right like you guys like you and macy and romeo and kowalik and smilski that are some top players in the league and they haven't won yet and this is their last shot at it and i think our whole team knows that this is our last shot and everyone wants to win it from. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no matter what you're doing, you always want to win, right? Right. So um, no matter what, I think we're going to have a fun year. I think we have a really good group of guys, but for sure going to, going to the rink and knowing you have a really good chance of winning games and at the end of the year being able, being able to hold that trophy up would uh, mean a lot. For sure, something to be one of the highlights of my junior career. Yeah, absolutely. You guys got to win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we gotta win. Tell Donnie stop getting ripped on in the inner squad by me. Then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, gotta build your confidence up, right? Yeah, yeah, you're just helping me, I guess. Eh? <laughs> okay, well, I, I think we're all good now. I don't know, you guys got anything else? Yeah, no, yeah, it's all good. We covered everything. Sorry, it was a little bit bumpy. We usually we usually on the on the ball, but it's all good, it's, boys. It's... <laughs> okay, thanks so much for coming on.